Hello everyone, welcome back after the formative assessment and the reading weeks. And now the rest of the semester we are going to look into the actual ethics forms and ethics applications. So some of you are preparing using this course to prepare for your masters and some of you will just use this course to prepare your own independent subtle projects. Either way, in all cases, it is very likely that you'll have to fill in ethics applications. And while the ethics applications are different from college to college, the key elements of the applications are the same across the board. So, in our specific case, the ethics applications begin with the first question of what ethical risks are involved in your projects. <clears throat> and this goes immediately into one of my favorite pet peeves, which is, I have no risks. There are no risks in my research. So, move on. <laughs> yes, this happens quite a lot, actually. And um, one of the problems is that and the risks are not always that immediate or this obvious to notice. Um, particularly not if you are looking into some of the key um, cases that are usually taught in ethics with quite invasive experimentation in the 60s or 70s. And what we consider ethical risk can be much more subtle and not as obvious as any of that. However, um, there are always ethical risks in undertaking research with your students or colleagues or learners or people in general. So one of the risks, <clears throat> so this little podcast today, before I keep rambling on, is not so much about giving you answers because I want you to discuss this in the forum and see what risk, risk mitigation strategies you can come up with. But um, it's more about posing questions and suggestions for potential risks in your ethics. So one of the risks uh, when undertaking research with your students is that of a power disparity or a power gap between you and your students. Particularly if the students you're undertaking research with are students you are marking, as whose work you're marking or if you're the head of course, or the advisor of studies, or the head of subject, or the head of the year group, or whatever the different titles you're holding are, and not just the titles, but the implicit power that comes with these specific positions and roles you're holding in teaching. So this is one of the risks, is the power gap between you and your students, particularly in a performative system like the university. Um, another risk could be age. So students here can be quite young when they come to university. So not necessarily all our students are 18 years or above. So that is something you might have to consider, particularly if you're undertaking uh, research with first-year students. Another aspect of that is if you are undertaking outreach work and open science, public engagement, you may want to evaluate the impact of your activities. You may want to have a longitudinal study to see how what you have done 
you know, if this follows up into, you know, after after what happens after school, are the, are the kids going to university, are they still interested in science? So in these cases, you are taught, you are, you would be undertaking research with vulnerable groups, so with um, children that are underage. However, there are specific risk mitigation strategies that are kind of built in where you just need to talk about them. And we go more in detail into this in the course. And another risk is something not a lot of people think about. And apparently, they, uh, I've reviewed a paper, and it, it does happen quite regularly. But in this particular paper, for instance, the researchers, they are collecting the gender of the research participants. However, they never used that data to analyze it. So they never used the, the data they collected about the gender of the participants to inform any of the research or to correlate, you know, to, to see if there's a correlation, if there's a gender gap in, in specific areas of the research they've undertaken. They just collected the data, but then didn't do anything with it. And that leads us to a topic which may not be as obvious to you, but this is um, collecting unnecessary data, is this ethical? You know, what do you do with the data? And particularly when we are talking about data which is considered personal data, you know, like gender, names, identifiers, and so on. So, and here, the link between rigor when it comes to our research design and why we pay so much attention on um, developing the research questions properly, developing the methodology properly, developing methods coming out of methodology, having this rational and justification for how we are collecting our data and why we are collecting the data the way we do, linked with, to, with ethics. So here the rigor in our approach to subtle and the question of what we are doing being ethical link very strongly. So is the data we're collecting necessary data? And does it answer our research questions? What do we do or why would we collect data we are not using? And what are potential risks involved with holding personal data that we are not using for our research? So these are kind of things, these are kind of questions about risks around ethics we need to think about. You don't necessarily have to address all of those. You know, if you're not planning to collect unnecessary data, you don't need to discuss this in your ethics form. However, you may have to discuss how you mitigate the risk that comes from that inherent power gap between you and your students. Or um, if you're holding, if you're planning on collecting personal data because you're realizing there is maybe a gap between specific student groups or a difference between specific student groups and you want to understand more about that and see how you can support uh, specific student groups better, then you, need to then you need to be aware of the potential risk that comes with holding this personal data, with biases in that, that are in the data and how you aim to mitigate these risks. So, that was today's episode on all the questions I'm going to ask you about risks or I'm going to ask you to think about about potential risks for ethics 
in your sort of projects. So head over to MS Teams and this week we talk about all these potential risks that happen in or can happen in your research with your learners or your colleagues.